If I were a sound healer with dreadlocks in my hair, 77 to 69. Revolution was, was in, in the air. air. I was born too late into a world that doesn't care. Okay. Okay. How are you feeling? Good. I'm just adjusting my... This reminds me of the little lamp from oh. Pixar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if he's meant to stand up like that, but he can. I think that's pretty clever that he can stand <coughs> on his own. Does he have a name? Oh, he needs one, doesn't he? He's giving me Eric energy. I was thinking Eric like from that Sean Tan short story called oh. Eric. Yeah, because he's like a little guy who that's lives in the, in the pantry. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I like that. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Maybe you're Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Meow. Okay, we're good. Are you right? We're, we're good. We're Feel on. free to stop whenever you like. Um, Hello. Hello. I've already sung us in. You sang us in. Um, we loved it. I'm so glad. Um, If you were paying close attention, you'll have noticed that the reason Zoe has done a rendition of uh, If I if it's I Were a Punk Rocker, rocker by Sandy Tom, um, but you have substituted the words punk rocker for sound, sound healer. healer. Yes. Is because this episode is themed largely to do with our recent trip sound healing. It's true. We said we were going to do it. And we did. Right from the outset, from the the very first episode. Episode one, you said to me, I've got this thing that you wanted to do with me and I had one back and mine was sound healing. And would you believe it? We got there. The stars have aligned. The sound healing gods have smiled upon us. (laughs) Have they ever? (laughs) And we're here to report on that among some other things. Yes. So we're going to take you back in time, uh, not too far back. Uh, I'm going to say it wouldn't be more than two weeks ago. No. And so we booked this in a while ago. We did. We didn't want it to sell out. True. Because a previous attempt at sound healing had sold out really fast. So there seems to be limited sound healing in Canberra. And it's popular. It is popular. It's Um, in demand. I am going to skip ahead to how popular I think it is. And I'm going to give a visual. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Conja in your mind, dear listeners, uh, an image of um, basically sardines in a church. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. We were absolute sardines, but that's okay. But before we get to the sound healing, I was hoping we could go over what we did the night before. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, hi, everyone. We're very excited to be here. We're so excited to be here. We've got a lot. We actually have a lot to report on, but um, uh, I feel like we should admit to the listeners exactly how we have been doing things and how we might start to do things in the future. So, yeah, we'd been experimenting with basically sitting down and doing massive recording sessions, reporting on absolutely everything. And then it would become Tom's job. (laughs) Triggered. It would become Tom's job to turn those into the beautiful podcasts that have some kind of narrative woven together that you've been listening to. Um, I'm going to say about the most recent recording session, which I actually (laughs) still have not finished turning into podcasts, (laughs) was five and a half hours of us sitting at your dining table talking. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, even for us, too much. It was was honestly too much. It was late in the night by the time I went home. And uh, I don't even remember a lot of what we talked about. So one of those episodes has come out, which was the netball episode. 
Yes, we're definitely the netball and the car saga. And the the car saga, which is ongoing. But the feedback we've had from both netball and Magic Mike is that people are really enjoying the the ones that are tied to a central report. People like that. They're liking the central report. So that's what we're aiming to do today. We're doing we're doing a central report. Um and it is largely about an experience we had together, which was the sound healing. Yeah, but the night before we went sound healing, <laughs> you invited me. I think I demanded your attendance. I don't know if it was an invite. Yes. <laughs> you told me I was coming and I was pleased to. I think you did give me an out. You said I didn't have to go. And I was like, I will absolutely be there for this. Um, you invited me to family dinner. I've invited you to family dinner. Now, we have different families. We do. Both of us have mums that are queens. Yep, for sure. They have crowns. Um, and then that's the extent of my family. Just It's me and mum. Yep. Um, and you have actual siblings. It's true. Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I think of... Um, I don't know. I like to think of them as sort of like extension siblings for you too. Yes, because uh, <laughs> having known you my whole life, they've also been around my whole memory as well. Exactly. You know, we all have core memories together. We all have core memories, seen each other grow. Um, Definitely. You know, I look at your younger brother and I think, gosh, I can remember a time you were just a tiny wee primary schooler. Even before that, you probably... And yeah, yeah I can remember a time I was major jealous, big jelly mm. of you... And your sister and your brother are getting to have family photos done on school photo day. Oh, really? The sibling photos? Because oh. I never got to have that done. Can I tell you? They sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No loss there. Yeah. Look, I need to um, dispel any myths around family. Like the I just thought they photos. were so cute. Um, I, guess in a, I guess in a sense they are. I think there was only ever one year. Maybe there were two years of primary school where we were actually all... In, in one, yeah. Yeah, because we're all sort of... The age ranges. Uh, three years yep. apart in school. Not in actual age, mm. but my sister was younger when she went to school. And yep. anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, uh, I can tell you right now, you didn't miss out on anything. Miss much. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my Melbourne grandma, her house is a shrine of my school photos. And we still get school photos. If you're not a teacher... You wouldn't know this, but we get free school photos. Every year. Every year. And it's not like having a photo done for your government pass. They give you the portfolio of lots of different sizes of your face and the sort of section on it that says like <laughs> my favourite teacher this year is and my favourite subject and this year I am yeah. this many centimetres tall. Yeah. And, and then, I always and, send that to my grandma. And do, you, do your photo packs at your school, do you get the um, the little like the paper bit on the other side that says autographs on it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is so amusing. So it's a quirk of our job that we basically never stopped having school photos except for university. Yeah. Um, so I was always jealous of people who got to go and have the, the sibling photo. But anyway, I got to come to family dinner on a Friday night. You've come to family dinner. Um, at a club type venue. Because I've been summoned to family dinner, which means by extension, you've been summoned to family dinner. Um, because I've decided I'm not going without Zoe. You've decided... This family dinner requires my support. It, yeah, definitely. You need me there as backup. <laughs> you, were, you were my support person. I was. You're um, entitled to one, I think. I think everyone should have a support Your person. Your sister brings a partner. Yep, exactly. Um, Pat brought himself. Pat brought the Pat, vibes, as usual. Yep, as usual. Um, so maybe we should report on a few things that kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> so your family dinner has... Uh, it has a chaotic energy about it. 
I, I'm very interested to hear um, kind of your reflections because we intentionally didn't talk about it very much after because you actually went home. We didn't talk about it. I I did go home. It wasn't long before us. We um, left probably like 10 minutes 9.20 or something. Yeah, yeah. And we had been there since 6. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you and I arrived early for a pre-dinner. A pre-gin. A, a gin. Pre-dinner gin. Important. Uh, and because I didn't want to be the first one, I knew if I didn't wait for you in a separate section of the venue, I would have been the first one to your family dinner and I'm not actually in the family. I knew that also. So, and I knew you'd be there. So I hoped that you would either stay in the car or f- find an alternative. So I found somewhere to have a sneaky gin and wait for your arrival so we could enter together, which I thought was important. I agreed. We needed to look like a united front at we, family dinner. We And um, united we were. We were so united. I quite liked where they actually sat us in the venue, (laughs) (laughs) which was in this sunken kind of round table, big round table Mm. in the very centre of the restaurant that, I mean, it it looks like someone should be wrestling in it or like you're in the middle of an amphitheatre. It's circular. So all the other tables kind of look onto it. (laughs) it, Yeah, it's like being, um, it's like, Coliseum vibes, like you're in the middle of fighting Absolutely. lions. Um, we're, the, we're the Christians in that scenario, obviously. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> just for context. <laughs> um, and the kind of, like the table itself is round mm. and it has these kind of um, curved walls around it on two sides and, it, yep. and there's sort of an entrance on both sides. Um so we were the, we the were center of attention. We, we were dead center of this restaurant. In every in every way were we the center. We were. And we you were the first sibling to arrive. I was. Which I didn't um I I was not surprised by that. Okay. So I was about the cat. If you can hear him. Oh, I think people like the cat. He has decided He's an indoor cat, but he is meowing as though he should be allowed to go outside right now. We need to tell the listeners that last night you sent me a message that said, hey, puss. <laughs> <laughs> my Siri had accidentally voice typed you, me talking to my cat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we wrapped up at your family dinner and your mum was so generous. She just she threw cash on the table and she said, tonight's on me. What drinks does everybody want? Now. Yeah. I don't know how other big family dinners go. Having not been to... People deciding what drinks they wanted took an inordinate amount of time. Do you know, I've never witnessed that happen before. <laughs> and I think I think everybody was just in a bit of a flat, honestly. Everyone, your sister had not yet fully woken up from her nap. She'd, she'd been napping. I could see it on her face. Her partner had put her in a wheelbarrow, I'm sure, and like still in the doona and rolled her into the restaurant. It, absolutely. That's what had happened. Do you have the pillow creases in her like eyes? <laughs> 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 so yeah. she wasn't in any fit state to make a decision. But eventually you and I and your sister, we go up to order some drinks. Order some drinks. We've decided because um, you and I have had a gin already. Yeah, we've had a gin. We'll be, we'll be having a wine with we've, our meal. Yeah, because we're having dinner. Um, we're going to be here for several hours probably. Absolutely. We went up to order the wine. I know we've talked about wine shenanigans before. And people, I, because I've told this story to someone else <laughs> who was like, no, that didn't happen. And it I was absolutely like, happened. It did happen. I have a photograph to prove it. Yes. Oh my gosh. I forgot about the photo. So we've gone up to the bar to order the wine. And as usual, you can order it by the bottle or by the glass. Yep. Standard practice. 
Now you want a red wine. I do. I want a white wine. Mm-hmm. Both of us are driving. Yep. So we're thinking a glass. A glass. Because a bottle would be excess. Absolutely. A bottle would be excess. Because you can't take them home because they open. You're not allowed to. Oh, yeah. Open the bottle and they take, the, well, they take the cap off the bottle and mm. all the cork or whatever. Yeah. And they send it to the table. How are you getting it home? You're not. You're not. You're not getting it home. So we very sensibly ask for um, a glass of yeah. wine. Did you order first? I can't remember. Well, I think I did because I, I spotted um, a Pinot Noir I that liked. you liked. But then um, <laughs> I looked down and I was like, oh, Barossa. Mm, and I changed blend, my mind. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. I think it was a, um, I think it was a GSM or something. Mm, yeah, it was. It was a GSM. And you asked her for a, a glass. I definitely asked for a glass. Of twice. the GSM. Yes. And she wasn't sure what that was. And I said, oh, it's a, it's a red wine. It's a red wine. That's fine. Yeah. She actually located it fine. She did. She discovered it. She discovered it. What she couldn't quite wrap her head around was the difference between buying a bottle of wine and a glass of wine. And so she looks back over. She's picked up the bottle and she's gone, how many glasses? And we've gone, no, just. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just a glass of the GSM. <laughs> She's she's checked again. She's checked again. She's gone. And she's she did. She confirmed twice. She she confirmed, yeah, numerous times. She went so one glass. And I said, "Yes, a glass." A glass. She has interpreted that to mean <laughs> that you are drinking the entire bottle on your own and just serves you up the full bottle with the cap on mm. and a single glass. She's not taken the lid off. She's not taken the lid off. So, so I wanted a white wine <laughs> and it was clear the the concept of wine by the glass wasn't. It was no longer an option. It was no longer an option. It was also clear that we were getting the bottles with the caps on. Yes, exactly. And immediately you and I are fast forwarding to, well, I could take it home. Absolutely. And your <laughs> mum has said she'll have a white wine as well. Lovely. So we just get a Pinot Grigio, exact same thing, leaves the cap on the bottle. Two glasses. One white wine, off we go. You and I are not sorry about what's happened. So you... We're get, also not paying because my brother has decided he's paying. <laughs> your sister was so stressed. She kept wanting to fix it. And I was like, shut up, shut up, shut up. So she's like, do you want me to fix it? I can tell her. I can tell her. Do you want me... To, are you sure? Do you want me to fix it? I can tell her. You and I, we're looking at each other like bingo. Yeah. This has gone exceptionally well for us. We're taking photos of this, already having a good laugh. Already thinking it's hilarious. Like, we're not going to make a fuss. We're also not going to embarrass the woman. We're going to leave this alone and just... She'll learn. Enjoy enjoy the spoils of our efforts. She'll learn, but not from us and not that night. (laughs) (laughs) She's also being harassed by some terpsed man who is like... (laughs) So we're like, do you know what? She's got bigger fish to fry. We're taking our bottles and their caps to the table with our three wine glasses. <laughs> and at the end of the night, they may or may not be slipping in a handbag. It's what it's what happened. <laughs> By the end of the night, they all went How home did in you a get yours out? Um my mum refused to put it in her handbag. Because I made you walk me out because I felt so conspicuous with it in my handbag. You did. Do you know I um Oh no, did she put it in her handbag? Or did you do it under a coat or something? No. Okay. So Emma, sorry, I've just remembered. Emma wouldn't put it in her handbag. Right. Fair enough. Um, but my mum, she she's like, you can't, who do you think you are, your grandmother? And I was like, 
I was like, it's important to honor grandma wherever I can. (laughs) (laughs) So my mum takes the bottle of wine in her Mm -hmm. handbag, right? I, I don't think I told you this. Mm. I took something else. What did you take? Do you recall the, the wine glasses? Yeah. Because they were, they were kind of, um, big, you know, when you go to any kind of like, mm, I don't know, like football club type place Mm, mm. and there's two kinds of wine glasses there's the real thick ones yeah for the like nine nine dollar house wine yeah yeah and then there's like the much nicer ones for the establishment yes um usually with a logo of the establishment absolutely yes um for the bottle that's over 45 dollars yes we got the I got the nice ones. We did. We got the nice ones. We got she, the nice ones. She gave us the nice ones. Now I don't think the Pinot Grigio warranted the nice ones, it but didn't. I think the Barossa did. It did. And I think she was confused. No one's told her about the rules she, around them. She doesn't nice. know the rules. So if you've never worked in a bar or extensively eaten in I don't know any kind of restaurant at all, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't know the rules. No, but the rules are. So we know the rules. Yeah. Anyway, so we very cleverly. Through no fault of our own, just by sheer happenstance, we've we've managed to acquire the good wine glasses. And I thought, I'm not letting this opportunity slip me by. <laughs> oh no. I wouldn't have coped with this. I would not have abided by this. <laughs> so I, I couldn't do it. I took them with me. No. And um, there's a really specific reason why I took them. Mm. So my housemate 40 mm-hmm. used to work, like used to manage this place oh my for years, right? <laughs> And he's always talking about like, you know, how fantastic this place is. Yep. Okay. Like it's his, he's got such loyalty. It's the one that got away. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's very happy like in his like job and role now, like where he is, you know, it was time for him to go, but, um, but he loved being there. He loved being there. He's such an integral part of that place. Like he plays on their footy team and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. He probably knows Tim from Tinder. Who? Is it, what sort of footy is it? AFL? Um, yeah. Do you remember Tall Tim from, <laughs> this is a real seg- Sorry. real segue for the guests. Do you remember Tall Tim? I really liked him. <sighs> I'm tell- this, Not from this, this summer, the summer before. Was he a redhead? No, he was, he had dark hair. He was from, um, <laughs> Cronulla. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- they probably play together. I'm going to ask him. All right. Okay. That's some research for you to do later. Note that down. Tim. He was a nice guy. I just fizzled. It did. Yeah. Which, which is, is fine. It's so fine. fine. Things happen. Life is like um, life. Anyway. So <laughs> I knew that 40 would be so thrilled about this. And so I've got this bottle of wine that I was like, I'm going to take that home, but I'm not going to drink it. Yeah. like, whatever. And 40 won't be home. It's Friday night. He's a busy man. Mm-hmm. Um. 40, real name Todd. (laughs) 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 So anyway, I get home and he's the only one there, which is like, he's never, he's never home on a Friday night. Did you guys get to have a nice bevy together? We, I said, 40, I've got your present. And he's like, stop it. Get out of here. Sweet. And um, so I rinsed them out, obviously, because we've been obviously, like, like, you know, they've been drunk out of them. Yeah. Also, um, they clanged all the way home in the. Do you know wine glasses fit perfectly in, <laughs> in your cup holder in your car? Imagine if you'd been pulled over. <laughs> they were empty. <laughs> but they're just going cling, 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 cling all the way home. <laughs> all the way down Bill Connor way. So um, anyway, so that was happening. That was fun. And we got to enjoy um, 
the rest of the Barossa GSM out of the oh, um, I love that. purloined wine glasses. <laughs> they were nice. They were nice. My So <laughs> anyway, we did get our drinks eventually. <laughs> I don't know how long we've been talking about that for. But my other favorite thing about family dinner was, and this is I'm, no shade at all, was we all decided what mains we wanted. <laughs> you and your brother. I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> you and your brother top you and me sharing a bacon and egg roll and you decide to strategically order one thing each you both want, chop them in half and share. Me and my adult brother. Yes. (laughs) So you're each having (laughs) half a medium rare steak and half a schnitzel. Because I want a schnitzel and a steak. He also wants a snake, a steak and a schnitzel. (laughs) Say that 10 times fast. I can't. Um, But so we've all, but we've all decided what we're going to order and we order it. There are about, I'm going to say there are, however, six people at this table and 17 of them are eating schnitzels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and my mum ordered table chicken. Do you yeah, remember that? I ordered chicken <laughs> as an entree. <laughs> and I couldn't help but look at you and go, yes, I really love chicken followed by chicken. <laughs> and then she spent the whole night kind of pushing it toward people going, try that. It's really nice. Oh, we're all eating chicken. It's because one time we went there and she ordered it and she loved it. She Like it was a dish that she ate on her own. I was like, you guys have to try this. And so now every time she orders like a round of table chicken. <laughs> table chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say table chicken is not something where I come from. It's so funny. <laughs> So I had an entree of chicken (laughs) followed by chicken. And then as I was consuming my chicken, Sue was offering me more chicken. You're so lucky. (laughs) It was nice. She was right. It was, but like I'd had enough to eat because I've had now half a steak and half a schnitzel. And half a schnitzel. Uh, And yeah, the table chicken was left. The best part about me and my brother sharing a meal was that my sister. She was so envious. She was so jealous. She was cut. She was. Do you know what though? I, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it. Okay. And I I'm, I know I'm the asshole for saying it. That's what you get for dating a vegan. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you don't want half her meal. Also, do you remember that there was um, dramas with uh, Emma's meal? Mm. Because um, they weren't sure whether the... Yeah, I think they had to do some kind of, like, meal mashup yeah, or they, something. Yeah, well, they, they couldn't work out if what they put in the meatballs was vegan or not, if they use like an egg to bind it or something. Oh. But your your sister and her girlfriend were also sitting there trying to tell me that oysters are vegan. Because. And I was like, they're not though. I, I, think, I think I asked in, and then they were like, yeah, probably. In what realm are oysters not an animal product or an animal? Like what are they then? They're not a plant. I think they are an animal. They're a snot of the sea. Yes. <laughs> But they are an animal. They are. They're ocean gollies. They are ocean gollies. <laughs> but they have a nervous system. Yeah. They can respond to stimulus. They're I mean, an animal. So can plants, I guess. And so they, they're they telling me that oysters are vegan because one particular friend, mutual friend of all of ours, when she was vegan, she ate them. And I'm immediately like, I think that's a Leela only rule. <laughs> that's a Leela special. <laughs> Yeah, just because Leela ate oysters doesn't make them vegan. It, it doesn't actually mean that that's the law of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it just meant she's a little bit fancy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, 
idea. Anyway, so that cracked me right up because another game, another thing that we played. Oh yeah, and I liked to think that this was a little icebreaker that you introduced i did i introduced it and i did it strategically because of the context of the family dinner i knew exactly what you were doing so i did it to be inclusive yeah but also to kind of i think sometimes these little icebreaker games i don't always love them Mm. but i think they can be a bit of an equalizer because nobody Mm. loves them (laughs) everybody is getting tortured right now so it makes everyone a bit uncomfortable and that's nicer for the new person at the table Yes. And there was a new person at your table and I just wanted to be inclusive. I think that's important. So I asked, I went with this, which was a mashup of questions. (laughs) That's Leela. Yeah. She knows. She knows we're talking about her. If you just heard that ding. She's just texted in, oysters are vegan, hasn't she? No, unrelated. Also, we never text. <laughs> I texted her in January saying, I need to call you. She's, and she said, I'm in Tasmania. I'll call you when I get back. And, and it's right now. And now we're in Her April. ears were burning. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What are the chances? Of anyway, that? I started this game. So the game was um, if you had basically a not very super superpower, mm. what would it be? And so I decided mine would be to be able to sing anything perfectly without any kind of practice or rehearsal. Like I could just hear something and sing it amazingly. I think that's a really good one. You went for, what did you go? Oh, you went for being like, like a psychic of prices on things. So you could just look around shelves and know whether you can afford something or not. Yeah. Like I, my secret, not so super, superpower Mm. would be to immediately know how much stuff costs and or is worth and yeah and whether you can have it mm-hmm. um without even touching it yep your mom when she went kind of she went dark she was like i would want so she already feels like she's a good reader of people mm-hmm. she can tell if someone's bs and she can tell if that shit they are blowing smoke up the old a-hole mm-hmm. she knows when they be lying no cap diggity <laughs> <laughs> yes but what she wanted was to add to that superpower when she detects it. So someone's giving her a bit of BS. She wants for her brain to automatically know the piece of evidence that would out them in that moment there and then. So she can yeah. go, I know you're lying because. Yes. The pa- No mums need that much power. Can you imagine if she had it though? We c- <sighs> she'd take, she'd ruin the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's an exaggeration. (laughs) (laughs) Quiet, Sue. (laughs) And then I quite liked your suggestion for your sister's partner. Yes. Because she couldn't think of one. Yeah. And And we were having all the strife about the vegan meal. Exactly. Um, So I suggested um, maybe, Emma, your not to super superpower would be that... um, What did I say? Was it to make all things... Taste like that? Any meal you want, oh, automatically yeah. vegan without changing the taste at all. Yeah, exactly. How magic would that be? So all things taste exactly as they are, yeah. but are totally vegan. Indistinguishable from a chicken schnitzel, but it's vegan. Yeah. Amazing. What a superpower. That would be, yeah. That would be so good. Um, I think I'd be vegan. <laughs> yeah, everyone would if everyone you could do that. No, just... Who would be opting to hurt animals if you could do that? I mean, there's... 
Because the taste is the buy-off, right? Yeah, I think so. We'll, yeah. s- we'll sell our morals and values and ethics mm-hmm. for the food. Totally. Absolutely. But if you had an option that was as good, indistinguishable. If it was the exact same, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Is this a new version of the trolley problem? I need more time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that came up, this is probably my final comment about family dinner. The other thing that came up was that I've been misinterpreting a phrase my whole entire life. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. Because at a certain point, someone you had a good idea. Maybe it was the, the, it was the actual, the idea of the vegan superpower. Yep. And I've said up there for thinking. And then you've elaborated on that phrase. I did. Um, because that very day, I had heard somebody say a more complete version of this phrase. Now, if you're unfamiliar, the phrase that most people know is up there for thinking, down there for dancing. Yeah, and that, right? that's the one I've grown up with. We had a particular school friend whose mum used to say that all the time. True. Up I, here for thinking, down there for dancing. I also had a physics teacher who used to say it. Oh, was that Mark? Yeah. Love obsessed. So, yeah, up there for thinking, down, as a, down there for dancing. Okay. Um, and she would also say when I would answer dumb questions, uh, sorry, questions in a, in a way that was like quite daft, <laughs> and she'd be like, stupid boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she, she would say things like, sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to tell the story uh, on a, on the podcast one day about my HSC maths exam. Please do. Oh, I know this story. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, anyway so yeah, back the, to the, back the to whole the phrase. phrase. The phrase that I'd heard that I was referring to was up here, for, up there for thinking, down there for dancing. And just, just that very day, I had heard a colleague of mine say, in between for romancing. Now, in that moment when you have said in between for romancing, I have realised I've misunderstood the phrase my whole life. It was a real moment of... Um, and I I think I've gripped you and I've been like, <laughs> I I can see the matrix. Like all has been revealed to me. I've been living life a lie. I have thought that that phrase means that I'm very good at thinking and very bad at dancing. Mm-hmm. And so on a list of hierarchy in terms of the traits and talents that I have, I'm up here for thinking. Pointing up. I'm down there for dancing. Pointing down. Yeah. On the list. On the list. That... That is how I've interpreted that phrase. I'm good at thinking about it dancing. That might be a really egocentric way of interpreting it <laughs> because I've only ever been complimented on my thinking and very, very rarely have I been complimented on my dancing. I think it is a little bit more cerebral than um, maybe how it was intended. <laughs> I have not until that moment realised that what it means... Is your thinking happens in your head. Your noggin is for thinking. And your feet are for dancing. And your feet, which are down there, are for dancing. And in between, results in romancing. Far out. (laughs) My whole, only on that, this is still two weeks old for me. This realisation, (laughs) I'm digesting. It's still settling in that I have thought my whole life, people are saying, I'm I'm pretty bright, but I'm a shit dancer. And I've been like me too. And I've been really connecting with that idea. Oh, the way it like must have shaped your kind of, I don't know, self-talk and self-view. <laughs> and I've now realised all of those people I've been connecting with have not been in fact saying that they are bad dancers. There's probably a lot of people out there who are much better dancers than you thought they were. I know. 
Anyway, so that was that was that's breaking news for me. It is. There was one more thing that came up at Family Dinner that I just want to touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came up while we were talking about, like, the, sorry, the excessive discussion around drinks and what we're all going to drink. Yes. Um, Lengthy. And it was a story that came from my sister about my brother. <laughs> <laughs> This was a real insight for me into having siblings. Yeah. And the way that you must torture each other. I. Forever. Just this story. <laughs> is this about the dog sitting? Yeah. This is, <laughs> and I've, in my notebook, I have <laughs> labeled it as box tails and break ins. <laughs> so your mum has a dog. Correct. Luna. Yes. Um, and she's a cattle dog. Yes. She's a, she's energetic. Yeah. I wouldn't go so far as to say needy. That's up to you. Psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's be careful with our language. Um, yes. She's. Requires significant um, adjustments. <laughs> yes. I'm going to put that. She's like, a handful. Yeah. She's gorge though. She's like, if, if she's into you, she's letting you know. Oh yeah. For she's sure. involved. She's a part of the family. I like, does she have her own bedroom? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. She has a few bedrooms. (laughs) And (laughs) so (laughs) the context of this is that your mum's gone away. Yeah. And she's left your little brother. He still live at home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mostly. Mostly. Who like lives there to look after the dog and house it. Yes. My mum's gone away and she's gone, Pat, look after the dog. And he went, yeah, yeah. No worries. Roger that. Roger that. Roger that. Can't think of anything that would get in the way of that. Nothing at all. Nothing comes Got to no mind. Got no plans. Nothing on. No. Nah. He's, you know, had a good dig through his dreadlocks and he couldn't find anything. Those dreadlocks. <laughs> oh, also, y- your brother and I wearing the same sunglasses was pretty funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought about that for two days. <laughs> and you just sending me pictures of your sunglasses for a couple of days. <laughs> like, never forget. Um. Anyway. So Pat in his ladies' sunglasses clearly has got he's got a better offer. Yeah, he he got a much better offer than looking after the dog. Um, and it involved in the house he lives in. Boxtails. It was a, they were having a boxtail party. No, they were having a cocktail party. Oh, they were having an actual cocktail party. Yeah. So a cocktail party, but the version. So what you and I conjure in yes. our minds as a cocktail party, I think has a very different. A caliber. cocktail party requires ironing your clothes. Exactly. Okay, good. We're on the same page there. Mm. Yeah. And like probably some shoe polish. There's canapes. Yeah. There's those little tiny, someone's like shrink raid a loaf of bread and turned it crusty and there's those with toppings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's like, um, there's like galettes and stuff. Yeah. There's music that has no lyrics. Yeah. For okay. Sure. That's what, that's what we're conjuring. That's what we imagine. So when you and I go to a cocktail party, that's what we experience. Absolutely. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, this what, is not what Pat's doing. What Pat is doing, which and you and I didn't know about this. We learned about this. We learned about this. I was like, sorry, you've you've said cocktail wrong. What it actually is, is a boxtail party. He has not gone to a cocktail party it's, at all. No. What apparently exists. Now, I think you should probably discuss this because you've actually done some research and looked up some reviews about this. Um, can you tell us what it is? So Pat said... What they are is they're basically goon sacks. So they're boxed wine, but instead of wine, it's a premix cocktail. Exactly. 
he he highly recommends. He had some suggestions. He said the pink gin one, excellent. Mm-hmm. The tropical fruity one, horrendous. Good to know. So he said it's all down to the flavor you pick, but it's thirty one dollars for I don't know, like one point five liters of cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, we have to be getting on that. He goes, yeah, that's where it's at. That's where it is at. If you're not doing box tails, who are you? What rock are you under? He's like 26. I <laughs> did some research because we thought maybe we could do that. Maybe we, yeah. could give, maybe we could give it a review and report back. Yeah. No. Nah. I've done some research. And I'm thrilled you did. The first comment on the reviews from BWS for the pink one, yeah. the good one. Right? Alleged good one. Yeah. Okay. The alleged good one. Well, actually, the first comment on the tropical one that's supposed to be bad mm-hmm. was like, it was something like, like, this is like a homeopathic super, a homeopathic juicy fruit. Like someone has, Ew. someone has diluted a juicy fruit in a hundred liters of water. And that is what you're tasting. A sad, <sighs> sad, juicy fruit. Yuck, 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 yuck. The one for the allegedly good boxtail. Yep. The pink gin. It just said, "Get a mate to punch you in the face. It'll be more pleasurable." <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, based on those reviews, I thought we're probably not doing that for thirty-one dollars. We're not doing. No it. one to punch in the face is free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to pay for it, and you have to leave the house. Uh, so we're not going down the box tail route. But he's gone for a box tail. That's created a conundrum. Yeah, because who's looking after the dog? Who's looking after the dog, Luna? But you know what? Pat's nobody's fool. No, he's got a plan. He's got a plan. He's, he's a man a, with a plan. Absolutely. He's left the house for the weekend with the dog home. Yep. Back door open. Yep. Bucket of water. Yep. Two bowlfuls of meat. <laughs> Two bowls of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Not biscuits, meat. <laughs> Reminds me of having to grocery shop to feed an ex six foot bloke. Um, and he's then gone, mm, maybe this isn't the most responsible dog ownership. He's, I'm going to message. A reflection. He's reflected. He's already box tailed. He's two box tails in, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. And he's messaged your sister and he's gone, hey, would you like to have a, would you like to have a hangout with Luna? Yeah, Luna wants you to visit her. Would you like to would you like to see Luna? <laughs> and your sister's gone. I remember the message chain in my brain. I can see it right yeah, now. Yeah, cuz I I took a video I took a screenshot and sent it to you cuz I often send you and screenshots of my family chat. <laughs> Jess has gone would love to see Luna. Mm-hmm. And he's gone, "Great, I'm out of town for the weekend." <laughs> Doors unlocked. She's got two bowls of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Snookered. Absolutely. So then, so Jess goes and goes to visit Luna, has decided actually maybe Luna wants to have a visit to Jess. Taking her home. Taking her home. It's the only thing to be done. She's locked the house up like a responsible sibling. Locked it all right up. Fabulous. Yeah, taking the dog home. Not actually realised your mum's away for the whole weekend at that stage. Not realised, no. Because then she's a little bit later messaged your mum and said, when should I bring Luna back? And your mum's like, I'm out of town. She was like, Pat's looking after down the Luna. Coast somewhere, yeah. <laughs> no, Pat's not. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's, he's not. He's gone to a boxtail party and he's left two bowls of meat. Uh, she'll be right. He's six sheets to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, it is what it is. <laughs> the next thing you send me from your group chat, your family group chat. 
Uh. Is your brother just messaging, Jess, if you ever lock me out of my house again, I will burn your house down, love heart. (laughs) (laughs) And... Was this the messages in the middle of the night? Yes. Okay. So this sometimes happens because my family is so strange like this. Um, now and again, the family chat is going off at like two in the morning. <laughs> Everyone's up and hyperfixating. Every, everybody's up <laughs> hyperfixating, just like mm, ADHD coursing through our veins. <laughs> and like it'll be two in the morning and there's like 47 messages between the four of us. Um, Emma's sleeping through them, obviously. Obviously I am too. Um, I'm not in the chat, but. Yeah, but like I send them to you're you. You're forwarding them and I'm sleeping through them. Yeah. And but, and you get a delight at 6am yeah. the next day. I get a delightful sort of shower narrative. <laughs> like a soap. <laughs> a morning soap is your family. Yeah. So yeah, I will burn your house down if you ever lock me out again. Love heart. From so, Pat to Jess. So Pat's been locked out of the house because. Um, and. Because. Probe mum and Pat. Don't have a house key. Don't have house keys. <laughs> Do their own house. Actually insane. Insane. <laughs> insane. But it gave me this horrible flashback to, as a child, um, the house that I grew up in. Yes. You, you know the one. Um, that didn't have house keys either. That See, that makes perfect sense to me. It was in the bush. But it's 20. No one's going up that driveway oh, without good need. It was like... 20 k's of dirt road that you had basically a moat made of dust yeah. around your house and when i say 20 k's i'm not exaggerating it no was, it was 20 literal. 20 kilometers of dirt road a rough dirt road yeah not she's not being graded no council won't do it not doing it <sighs> and if they do it's rained the following weekend and wash the whole thing out oh man that road classic anyway uh he has found a way in Pat. Yes. Oh, how did he get in? Do you remember? Was yes. A he saw a, So Jess said as she was locking up, yeah. she saw that the kitchen window was a tiny bit ajar mm-hmm. and she had the thought to herself, that'll do him. <laughs> <laughs> she knew. She knew. And so he has got home, found himself locked out. The house doesn't have a key. There's no one he can call to give him a key. And he's given us this image. Luna can't open the door. Well, because Luna can open the doors. Luna's not there anymore. But she's not there to open the door. No, she's not there to open and let him in. (laughs) Which is such a hilarious notion. And he's given us this image and he's said, this is quote, your brother with his ginger dreadlocks Mm. and his women's sunglasses. Yeah. As he eyes off the cash to go to the um, pokies. He's going to have a slap on the pokies. Have a slap and get a feature. He just says... Well, I found the kitchen window the tiniest bit ajar and I just tickled her open. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot he said that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, your family dinner chaos. (laughs) Tickled her open. I forgot about that. Uh. (laughs) And we all screamed at the time. Because he did the, he did the gesture. <laughs> like like playing a keyboard but from <laughs> upside under, down. Backhand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh. your family dinner is absolutely why <laughs> the next day we required some zen. We did. We needed some zen. We needed to calm down. Yin yang in all things. We've had the mania over dinner. <laughs> On Friday night. We're going to have to do something to manage the like incoming lows. We're going to need something. We're going to need something. Luckily, we've booked sound healing. It's already in advance and it had been coming up for some time. Now, the final thing I'll say about your family dinner is your mum knew we were going to sound healing. Yes. 
We were talking about it at dinner because I was reminding you what we had to bring. Oh, yeah. And you had several offers from your mum and your sister to bring you yoga mats. It's That's true. Because you needed to bring a yoga mat. And yep. I considered buying a new one and just bringing the other one for you. Yes. But you said you'd acquire a yoga mat. It's fine. Which you did eventually. Mm. The other thing your mum said is she's convinced herself she knows that personally the sound healer that we are seeing, that she's been to one of his sound healings before. Mm. And the review, the Sue's review, <laughs> the Sue's review has been remarkably visual for a sound-based event. Yep. And she has told us, without a doubt, he is the hottest man we will ever see. Still unconfirmed. High bar. Yeah. We've just been to Magic Mike. We've been to Magic Mike and we've seen Channing Tatum in his 40s now. In his pants. In his pants. In his Oof. pants. Uh, so so we know what we're in for <clears throat> visually. Yep. I've been to sound healing once before. You've not done it before. I've not done it. So I don't know what you were expecting. Um, to be honest, I tried really hard to not know anything about it. Okay, that's good. I wanted it to be a total surprise. So I got there first, not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. I've got all my gear. I've got a yoga bolster for under my knees for lying down for an extended period of time. I've got a blanket. Um, I'm in my yoga gear, my stretchy gear, and I've got my yoga mat and my eye pillow and my water bottle. <laughs> and I've put some essential oils on the eye pillow. <laughs> Are you going to tell the listeners what else you brought? What else did I bring? You brought something just in case. What did I bring? They're hard. You took your crystals. Oh, yeah. I took my crystals to charge. They were in my bag, though. They stayed in the tote bag. Yeah, yeah. I don't really believe in charging crystals, but one of my students is big into it. And I'm like, why miss an opportunity? Like, just in case. Just in case. Totally. Um, so, <laughs> I've packed all the gear. I've turned up, I think, early. Okay. Yeah. It's located at a church. I see the car park to the church. And my immediate thought is, there's a service going on. That's what I thought, too. Because the car park is full. It is absolutely full. I'm sitting in the car and it is it is chock-a-block, this car park. Yeah, we're like the Uniting Church in Forest and she's busy. So I yeah. think there must be kind of two rooms. One of them's got an actual service happening, praying it's not a funeral. <clears throat> the other one must have the sound healing in. Yeah. So I was a little bit nervous about that. I won't lie. Okay. And I message you and I'm like, look, I can't, I need... I need to go inside and locate the toilets, mm -hmm. get myself all set up. Um, you're on your way. But you've remembered, I don't know at what point you need a yoga mat. You know what the worst part about this is? No. Is <laughs> <laughs> you repeatedly, actually several people repeatedly tried to remind me about the purchase of the yoga mat. I asked you in the morning if you'd bought one. Not yet. Not no. yet. No, not yet. I'll get to it. You will. You'll so you'll so <coughs> get to it before the evening. Um, because this event is at like five thirty or whatever. Yeah. I think arrive five thirty, six o'clock start. Was that it? I think so. And I so I got there. I thought a very reasonable five fifteen. I got there at five thirty, thinking I was super early. No. No. Nah. Nah, no. I had to. We were lucky because we were at the back. I was like one of the last people they could fit in. I know. There. There were. It was very sardined. Sardined and so, hot. <laughs> I'm sitting in the car. And it's frigging like 36 degrees it's or something that 36 day. 36 degrees. Yep. Um, I'm sitting in the car and I'm thinking there's a church service on. And then I start to see people 
going in and they're white people with dreadlocks. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're definitely here for the sound healing. I'll follow them. <laughs> I'll follow them. So I do that. As I'm walking in, um, <laughs> there's this little old woman, little tiny old woman. She is like, she's like a, a Jesus Miss Marple. Like she has oh. been sent to detect and usher the heathens toward the sound he- healing. <laughs> so she's on the door and she's telling you where to go. She's super upset by anyone who pauses and dilly-dallies because they might be waiting for a friend or they need a wee. She's not having it. Everyone get in there. She's quick, at, get in quick before I change my mind. She, she might at any moment <clears throat> pull the fire alarms and evacuate the whole place. Like she, I can see her with her eyes. She's thinking about shutting this down. Cleansing herself and shutting it down because... I wore my yoga gear, my Lycra, and realized when I get in there that was a mistake. I should have been wearing like fibers made of mushroom tears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was more the vibe. Yeah. So we're being ushered in. You're not there yet. I get in. I walk in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to roll my yoga mat out here. Oh, no, no, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I've crossed the threshold before being saged. Yeah. No, sorry. Big faux pas. Oh, yeah. Huge faux pas. I, I waited. You waited. Mm. Um, so I've crossed the threshold. I'm waiting for you. Uh, I haven't been saged yet. And in the intervening time, and maybe this is why the saging was important. In the intervening time, all I can think about is how all churches smell the same. Mm-hmm. All of them. It's like one of those things yeah. like kindergarten rooms all smell the same. <laughs> Nursing homes all smell the same. Yep. You know, Bunnings all smell the same. Same with churches. Yep. Churches all smell like... I, this is what it is. I had to think about this for a long time. Churches all smell like stale Play-Doh, Nescafe stains on old carpet, and repressed sexuality. So specific. <laughs> you can't tell me that's wrong. I don't think I can. That is what it. That is the smell. It is the smell of like really frustrated people mm-hmm. sublimating through bad coffee yeah. while trying to keep the kids entertained. That's what it smells like. See, because I had never been able to um, dissect the smell of it any That's further. It. Like I just, I know the smell and I recognize the yep. smell, but I didn't, I've not ever separated them into smaller elements. No, that's exactly, that's, you put that together. I mean, obviously the sum mm. is more than the parts, <laughs> but that's yeah. absolutely the parts. So I'm sitting there waiting for you. Then I get aggressively saged. Yeah, like honestly, the saging was a little bit too assertive. The saging was a lot. <clears throat> I had I the like is the sage stick mm-hmm. meant to make contact with your body? No. Okay, because I got sort of kissed multiple times by the sage. Oh yeah, no, he's meant to hold it sort of near you and use the feather waft. to waft it. It should be like in science, you waft. We waft in chemistry. We waft, in as Marg would say. Uh, no, I was not wafted. Oh boy, I was jabberwockied. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more Lou as Carol like, like references, please. So that's a good verb. Yeah, uh, we're doing that now. I was yeah. jabberwockied with the sage stick. Yeah, holy smokes! For Ooh, cleansing, literally. and he also wasn't letting me hold my breath while we do it because I'm worried. I haven't brought my puffer, and y- you know, you get the seasonal asthma now. I do get the seasonal asthma, as we know. It's a change of seasons. Also, you're blowing sage smoke in my face. He makes me inhale it. Interesting. It's like being past a bong at your first party. He's like, <laughs> hold it in. <laughs> he did not make me um, 
uh, it, breathe it in. Well, clearly I needed more cleansing than you. I think maybe he maybe he sensed something different in me. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he just wanted to spend more time with you. Who knows? Maybe. He was pretty. Not to objectify him. He was. He was lovely. I don't think he was the hottest person I've ever seen. I don't think so either. But, like, Sue's not. I don't think it was the same person Sue had seen. Yeah. You know, also maybe we maybe we appreciate different things. Maybe we have different tastes, which is so fine. And I think likely. it's healthy to have different tastes to your mother in men, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the complications if you liked the same people as your mom? Oh, yeah. Ugh. yeah. <clears throat> nah. How? No one's inviting that kind of BS to Christmas. <sighs> I just have Shakes. to inhale, exhale. Yeah. About that. Anyway, this room, we're in the literal church section of it, like the chapelly section of it, and they've pushed oh, all yeah. the pews to the side. I couldn't even see them in there. But I could I, see them. I didn't have my glasses on. You didn't. Um, <laughs> and like you said, it was terribly hot. It was so hot. I was so glad to just lay down and not move at all. It was actually, it was <clears> so hot in there. That I, for a minute, once we lay down, I had this thought. I was like, I think we've been Hansel and Gretel. <gasps> I think they've trapped, they've they've lured all of the heathens in to this room. Mm. And they are simply going to bake us here. Oh, my <laughs> God. And then sprinkle us on the rose garden. What a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that little old woman is going to come in here. She's just going to lock the door. And that's it. That's the end of and us. And we'll be trapped in here. We're trapped in here. Oh, my. And no one's coming to get us until next Sunday. Do you know what? If I've got to go, I am very happy to go next to you, honestly. Oh, that's so sweet. The other thought I've had that's death related. Oh, yeah. Is that Canberra has like the highest population of vaccinations. Yeah. Right? Really vaccinated. Every single unvaccinated person in Canberra was in that room. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought, I'm getting COVID today. I thought that too. <laughs> But I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to manifest it because we were surrounded by so many vibes. I thought if I put that out there while I'm surrounded by these vibes, it'll like come back and get me. But we were, I was sitting there like I'm, I'm getting COVID today. And I almost thought as I was leaving, I was like, I think I've got it. It's already come on. You felt it enter your body. But I realized I was just hoarse from the like breath work. Uh, The in through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. I actually didn't do the breath work. I was so lazy the whole time. Mostly what I did. Okay. You keep telling me you're so good at meditating. And then we do these like. I was really good at it for like an hour and a half. These organized meditations. Yeah. And you're like, whatever about the rules. I don't need the rules. You don't, okay. You're beyond the rules. Fine. I, I think because I am like, I just, I just don't need to do too the. advanced. I don't need to do the breath work to like mm. find the like really relaxed state. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I did it for a little bit. And then I was like, eh, I'm actually just... You don't need to. I'm actually just really content just laying here. I'm so glad you were content because I had this concern. Okay. Because obviously we can't suss each other out during... This is like a three-hour meditation. Yeah, we can't talk to each other. And the idea of the sound healing, like the premise, if you don't know what it is, is that it is meditation and breath work. So the breath work is meant to ease you into the meditative state. And then you're meant to kind of breathe naturally. Yep. While they play music... Um, that helps you move through a kind of meditative journey. Oh, that's absolutely what I did. I just didn't do the breath work the whole time. And then they bring you out with the breath work as well. So that's kind of how it works. But it's a really long period of time. It's like two hours of meditation. 
Yeah, it's very long. And we can't vibe check each other during that time, <laughs> which is annoying for us. <laughs> Even in a cinema, a theatre, we're vibe checking the oh, whole yeah. way. We're talking. We're looking at each other. Like we're getting, we're getting the vibes. Yeah. We could not do that with this. It was not possible. It was impossible. Impossible. Um, and so I was really worried, maybe like with the flotation tanks, maybe there was something small in the room bothering you that you'd been thinking about the whole time. There were a couple of things <laughs> that were on my mind, okay. but they didn't, they didn't bother me the same way. They didn't derail <clears throat> the whole experience. Sorry. Okay. So when we did the float tanks, I was, I'm going to say <laughs> perturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel that with this. No, good. Okay. I'm so I really glad. enjoyed the experience. I'm so glad. Um, yeah. I just, I, I did the breath work at the beginning yeah. and then I was like, oh no, I actually feel like I can stop now and good. I can just yeah. enjoy it. Um, and I reckon I really, really was like in a very calm meditative state because I didn't go to sleep. A lot of people went to sleep. I could hear them snoring. I could hear people. I, don't, I wasn't ever going to go to sleep. I did not go to sleep. I get on the, do you know what I get though that indicates to me that I'm in that liminal space? Oh yeah. I get the like the twitches, the almost asleep twitches. Yeah. I get those. So I get those, um, a little bit, but I also feel, you know how you feel butterflies in your tummy? Mm. I feel that in my extremities. Ooh, yeah. The, so the, I feel like, yeah, like um, it's not a tingling, like it's not like a fuzzy tingling, like when you get pins and needles. Mm-hmm. It's more like a flutter. Yeah, it's like a, a sense of flutter in my Ooh. like legs and arms. Ooh, nice. And that helps me know that I'm in that kind of, um, I don't know, really relaxed med- yeah. meditative trance-like state. Yeah. Um, and also because, um, I'm able to like have lots of thoughts because I don't, I don't actually find it super helpful to have the kind of like uh, to aim for that kind of empty mind meditation. Yeah, no, I find that really difficult and I don't actually like it. Yeah. Um, what I really like is when I feel like I'm in that meditation state where my mind is able to just flow through whatever it needs to think about, but it doesn't yeah. worry me. And that's the sort of intro he gave as well. Like yeah. he's he's very clearly told everyone, don't fight the thoughts that come up. Like, like the idea of this is that we could all be kind of, we, we could all be expelling demons from our body if we needed to be. And you have to like lean into that if that's the I vibe. I totally subscribe to that, um, like that as being my, frame of mind yeah. when I went in there. I was like, I'm going to expel some demons today. So- <laughs> 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 uh, he, anyway, so he gives that talk at the beginning. We did have the most Canberran beginning ever because he – I was a bit worried. One of my concerns going into this was the cultural appropriation. Yes, you did mention that. Involved in all of these things because yeah. when I did it in Bali, there were these English backpackers who'd been in Australia and then gone to Bali and never left Bali. Mm-hmm. And they were running sound healing and they were just making up absolute BS about the magical powers of the didgeridoo. Yeah. And then selling didgeridoos made in Bali to people saying that they were magic. Oh, no, not into that. But he did start with, he started with a story of all of the instruments he was going to use and where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, he told us kind of a particular elder that he had allegedly got permission to use the didgeridoo from. Which I, he has no reason to lie. We have to take that at face value. We get. We, I'm, I'm not, I can't do the research because I can't remember who he said. Yeah. Um. And then he was going to do an acknowledgement of country. Now he's not from Canberra. Yes. He's not done the one thing you need to do, which is 
look up how to say how to say the like the country the you're name on. of the country. Yeah. So he's gone in with N- Nagunawal. Yeah, he did Nagunawal. Now, despite the toe rings and the high density of white dreadlocks, the people are not having it. No, so they go they're into, not allowing him to get away with that. They go in to correct him. Initially, just the first few people in the front row. And then... They just go, none a wall. None a wall. And he gives it another go. But and he, he goes, just says exactly the same thing. They go, none a wall. And he goes, none a wall. Yeah. And they go, no. And a few more people join in. None a wall. And he goes, none a wall. And they're like, no, no G. And he went, and then I think he said, none a wall. Yes. With no end. At this point, the whole room. The whole room just goes. Is doing a call and response. Yeah. Where he goes Naganawal and they go Nanawal. Yeah. So there's like a hundred people in this room <laughs> just like shouting the name of the country at him. And then I think he, did he even say it in the end? No, he didn't say it. But what he did say, <laughs> which was also an error with this particular yeah, you demographic. Can't, you can't do that. <laughs> what he did say was, oh, well, you know, English spells words funny. Who knows? And the whole room at once goes, it's not English. <laughs> it's an Aboriginal <laughs> word. <laughs> no, it was a bit cooked. <laughs> uh, so that was a funny start. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was so Canberran. Like we weren't letting him get away with it till he got it right. I love that about Canberra. And then when he tried to make an excuse, still not having it. Yeah. We're just like, maybe just, just, just no. look it up. Or no. Yeah. Just or let's someone else do it. Because he'd never something. been to Canberra, he said. No, or it was, never um had done the workshop. He'd, he'd never Canberra. done the workshop in Canberra. Anyway, then we started. Um you didn't have a pillow, so I gave you a rolled up blanket. Yes. I didn't know you had to bring a pillow, and I'm sure that there are instructions that told you to bring one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, there were. There were many instructions. Every experience I've been to you ever. I've never read the instructions. How, how do you just rock up with that confidence? I don't understand. <laughs> how do you just believe that it's going to work out? I don't know. I think it's just sheer arrogance. Oh, I just don't get it. <laughs> it's so incompatible. Like I checked the instructions so many times. I was lucky to even find my ticket when I got there. Far out. Anyway, <laughs> so we started the experience. Now, the other aspect of sound healing is that it's not just about the music being nice mm. and meditative because otherwise you could just put Spotify on, right? Yes. And charge people entry at the door. It's meant to be about the vibrations from the music. Yep. So it's a sensory kind of experience. And when I did it in Bali, they organized the people so that the music was in the center and the people were around in a circle lying down. Oh, okay, yeah. And so the vibrations really the whole time came through yep. and it was more than one person playing music. Right, yeah. So this one, it was just him and just it was him. all at the front. And it was all at the front. He hadn't scoped out the space before. It was way too packed for what it should be. Yep. Um, <laughs> we were we were sweltering. We were, people were touching. They were that close. Some people couldn't lie down. They were like stuck up against the walls. Yep, yep. Um, and so he's obviously having to work on his feet a little bit. There's no way to open a window that we can work out. There's literally the windows are so old. They only open about two inches. I spent a lot of my time in there trying to work out what the go with the windows, the, the design of the windows. It was really confusing to look at. And when we initially lay down, he gives this little speech. He's like, okay, so let's keep the set, the space near the back doors free. Yep. And we'll just keep those open for a little bit of airflow. And as soon as he said that, Miss Marple from the doors mm. comes and just slams and locks the door. 
Yeah. And I was like, I'm right. And she's about to go outside and light a fire. Yeah. Like we are done for. This is, we'll be <laughs> chanting our alms <laughs> as we descend to the depths of hell. Yeah. If she's got a, she's, if she's getting her way. Yeah. She, there'll be all that will be left is the, is the toe rings <laughs> <laughs> to suggest that we were here. They're not going to find you and me. We weren't wearing any. They're not even finding people's fillings because they probably don't do Western healthcare. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so it was pretty hot. And he was all up the front. And so because the vibrations weren't going to reach the back where we were lying, he has said at the beginning, I'll walk around with the didgeridoo Mm. and play it over the top of people. And if you don't want that, just like give me a thumbs down as I come near. Yeah. I already know I want that. Oh, yeah, me too. Immediately. I'm waiting the whole time. Like I'm trying to detect. Because we're there for two hours. Yes. We're there for two hours. I'm trying to like listen as he gets closer and closer to when he's going to be over me with the didgeridoo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a little bit like that feeling when you're sitting an exam and you're listening to the teachers walk behind you. Yeah. And you're trying to assess how close to you they are, but you don't want to turn around and look. Yeah. You can't take your eyes off your paper. Yes. Yeah. Eventually he gets to us. I think he does me first, then He you. did you and then he did me. What he described was a playing of a didgeridoo over the top of you. Mm-hmm. Now, now that we've conferred about the sage, I have to confer about this. He has sonically cleansed my snatch chakra. (laughs) (laughs) There was contact. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when you compose yourself... That sounds like an assault. (laughs) But we had the thumbs up, thumbs down consent system. (laughs) And I am thumbs up. Yeah, you were double rainbow all the way. It was it was a it was it was a shock. Um, but it it wasn't unpleasant. (laughs) And I would let them do it again. Now, that sounds like he's taken advantage, but I've Googled this, okay? Um, I've Googled the <laughs> phrase pelvic region chakra. Okay. Uh, so you have the sacral chakra, mm-hmm. uh, which in Sanskrit is the muladhara. Mm-hmm. When it's blocked, you'll be suffering, and maybe this is what he detected, fatigue, anxiety, and fear, mm-hmm. and constipation. <laughs> Once it's been cleansed and when it's open, <laughs> vitality, belonging, and you will experience enhanced creativity. Mm. Mm. So, many thanks. Appreciate to Marco. <laughs> to Marco <laughs> for I that. I think his name was Christian. Christian to Marco. Yeah. Sorry. Close enough. Yeah, you were close. Close enough. Um, <laughs> because I that was a surprise to me. Yeah. I was a little, I felt a little bit ripped off, actually. Mm, mm, you wanted more vibrations. I wanted more bri- Me vibrations too. because actually Good the, vibrations. the music that we kind of heard was pretty consistent with what I can just listen to on Spotify, actually. Yes. Um, so he had like one of those looping machines, yeah. right, where he would play a little bit, start a loop and then kind of keep playing on, layering yep. on. And it was definitely, it was loud enough to create more vibrations than what I would, exp- like on, on Spotify, I can listen to it in my ears. Yes. But not heaps. Yeah. 
It was it was like a little bit. Um, but when he did finally get to me with the didgeridoo. Now, the reason I remind everyone it was two hours <laughs> is because he absolutely had enough time to go around and like do it several times. He, yeah. Um, so he got to me and I reckon he did it to me for maybe three to five seconds. Yep. Um, just over my like tummy and mm-hmm. it like was a bit weird. I liked it. Like I, I li- it was a cool kind of like um, yeah. intense vibration yeah. feeling, but it really tickled. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, that was weird. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Mm. And I was like, Oh, maybe you could have like done me head to toe so that, um, yes. you know, to cleanse my demons, please. Exactly. You wanted your chakras opened. I've paid $65 to get my demons exercise tonight. Yes. By oh man with a didgeridoo. Um, Felt let down. Yeah. So I think that was a problem with the space. He could have gone around more. Yeah. But I think he would be used to his like amplifiers or whatever they are, speakers doing the vibration work. Mm -hmm. It's it's really good when you have the vibrations the whole time. Maybe we need to go to a less famous one. That's what I think. Yeah. There's one. So I'd be be very happy to try it again. Maybe we do. There's one that I'm interested in that's a local woman and she runs it out of a small yoga studio in Belconnen. And I think she only takes six to eight people. Let's do it. So that she can, I think, so that you get more of the sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if she plays didgeridoo. I don't know if she's going to play it on your snatch. Look, um, I can't identify with that anyway. (laughs) So you would you would still have one of these chakras. It would just be a snatch chakra. (laughs) I don't think I do. (laughs) You would have a sacral chakra. Okay, allegedly. (laughs) You would still have a pelvic chakra that could be open. Okay, I have a pelvis, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Poppy really likes her pelvic chakra opened with like some scritches on the hips. So does Pocket. He wakes up in the morning. I think I've sent you the videos when he wakes up in the morning. Um, Does he back into you? Oh, so like in the morning, like he, he carries on a bit when the alarm goes off and, yeah. he's like, and he like jumps on the bed and jumps out and he like, yep, yep, yep at the door. Then he gets back on the bed because yep. I'm like, mm, bruh, we're not getting <laughs> up for the next like eight minutes. Excuse you. So he gets back into bed no. and then I look at him in his eyes and he, and he does that thing where he like creeps forward towards me and drags all the blankets and then he puts his like, you know, snoot. In the, the blankets. And then he rolls over, legs in the air, like half the legs are up the wall yep. and like yep. scratching yep. the pain off. And I'm like, Pocky, no. And he's like, and he's just frozen there for one to two minutes of tummy rubs. Bless. Oh. That's the only time he ever does it is in the morning. Poppy, like, she kind of like, she tap dances when you scratch her hips. So she oh, taps yeah. from foot to foot. It's so cute. I wish he would do that. Um, so anyway, but I yeah. Mean, so, did you how feel? Did you find your meditative journey? Okay, so I think I told you at the time. Yes. Um, I didn't want to give away too much because no. I knew we had to report back to each other. Okay. But I think I had. I wouldn't describe it as a spiritual experience. Mm. Um, Reflective. But I think I had. I had an intensely cognitive experience mm, interesting um more so than i anticipated Ooh. being so familiar with um doing you know like just yeah. very relaxed day yeah. Yeah. listening to that kind of meditation stuff and i don't i i 
you know, I'm not sure what to sort of put that down to, but mm. I really felt, because often when I do meditation at home, um, like I feel like I'm really good at like getting into the state, but usually like I'm also a bit tired and I just end up going yeah, to sleep. Which and is then nice. I just ha- and then I just have a really good nap for exactly, two so hours. Good. Yeah. And I wake up feeling really good. That was sort of the vibe. I think that was my experience on that particular day was I just really relaxed. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any particular journeys. I ended up in maybe like a semi-dream space, but of nothing of import. Mm. Um, and the next day people kept being like, wow, you look amazing today. You look so <laughs> fresh. You look so relaxed. You went home and were wired up though, weren't you? Or was that a different experience where you went home and you had all... No, no, it was the following day. And I felt like really drained. I we felt really energetic. And we decided that you had sponged up all my energy. We thought we kind of freaky Friday'd. Yeah. Where I was full of energy. And even into the evenings of the next few days, yeah. I had lots of energy, lots of creative energy. Mm. <gasps> it worked. Yep. He really opened the chakras. So the two explanations for this are <clears throat> the two possible explanations. We won't be considering any others. No, there's only two. The chakra shiz worked. Mm-hmm. Or that while we were there, some kind of Freaky Friday magic happened where we swapped kind of energies. Oh, there was definite spirit magic. I sucked up all of your kind of hyperfixation type energy. Yeah. And and you took all of my depression. Uh, I was just really tired. And fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. I was really tired. What if he opened my chakra and my fatigue went into you? That's so unfair. <laughs> they should warn you about that. They should have. They should have said, don't go with your best friend because you guys are going to siphon off each other. Yes. Um, because Anyway, so. So you had more of a cognitive experience than me. Yeah. So I definitely had the mind travel mm. where I, I was aware of everything that was happening, mm-hmm. but I knew it was, it was kind of like being an observer. Like it was kind of like yep. watching like my mind was the TV and mm-hmm. I was watching it happen. Yep, 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 yep. And I cycled through all sorts of things. Okay. Um, like memories? Mm. Yep, okay. Particularly related to memory. And I had a few kind of realizations. Oh, yeah, because you said to me, this is what you said. This is all mm. you said when we got out. The first thing you said was, <clears throat> I spent two hours thinking about the windows. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, he's had a terrible time. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Then the second thing, which actually surprised me, was when you said, like, I've had a real journey. Yeah. And I've realized things that are wrong in my life. Yeah. And I was like, that's, I didn't. Did I fail? (laughs) I don't think you did. No, no, I don't think so. But I, I was surprised. I was like, oh, wow, you really did. Wow, you had a journey. I really did. Um, I wonder, because I did have this thought, because mm. ordinarily I, of, I often go to sleep yes. when I do the meditation. Yes. I just have a really good nap. Lovely. Um, and I wonder if because of where we were and like my mind wouldn't let me get to the level of relaxation where I just like go to sleep mm. because we're in a public space mm-hmm. and like, uh, going to sleep you in could public is fart. dangerous. <laughs> Anything could happen. Um, you know, someone could like shave your eyebrows. Yeah. Miss Marple's going to get us. <laughs> yeah, she's going to lock the door and I won't be any the wiser. Um, 
if that maybe sort of stay in that sort of mind limbo. Yes, 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 yes. Which allowed me to explore sort of different parts of my mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Like I just, and I had some things that I'd kind of forgotten about. I'm not going to call them repressed memories. No, no, no. Because I don't know that they're repressed. They just weren't present. They just weren't present. And I just hadn't thought about them for such a long time. And I thought, oh, I'm really glad that Mm. my mind accessed that. Interesting. Because it's going to be important for a few reasons. Okay. Um, I don't know that we need to talk about it Oh, no, no, no. But but interesting. Yeah, because I think you already know about a um, bizarre little journey that I've already gone (laughs) on. <laughs> the theater prompted one. Um, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I know the one. Yeah. The, Me. the family diagnosis one? No, not that oh, one. Oh, God. I don't know the one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> I, I think that's interesting. Um, and I, but that is effectively what he said kind of let your mind go where it wants to go. Mm. Uh, and it's the crafting of the time to allow that to happen. Yeah, for sure. Rather than that metacognition kind of, which you and I do a lot of the trying to rule our own thoughts yeah. and feelings and regulate them and organize them so that we can get outcomes we best want. But the balance for that is actually making the time to to just see what happens when you don't. Oh, absolutely. In a safe context. Um, and so I, th- I think that's why I enjoy those kinds of things. I think so too because, um, I don't know, even recently as yesterday, mm. um, sort of, there are still times when you, I can't and some people can't be in control of ruling their own thoughts. No, no. And you shouldn't be all the time. No. And and sometimes things sneak up on you. Yeah. And it is also tiring to have to do it. A- absolutely. It is. I think it leads to lots of like um, cognitive fatigue. Yeah. For sure. And which leads to physical fatigue. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, I think... What it made me realize was um, that lots of my having ha, being someone who I feel like I've done quite a lot of my own work. Yes. Uh, in the sense of um, for people who are not kind of familiar with that as a yeah as a notion yeah um, it is referring to your sort of internal work around um, things that maybe. Uh, you need to change in your life, dealing with things, mm. um, you know, like about kind of who you are and what you need and where you're know, going and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I am someone who's done a lot of my own work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I, why dating's hard because other people haven't done theirs. Yeah, that's. Oh, boy, isn't that true? That's a thing. It really is a thing. Uh, and being at the point of where I am with my own work. I don't want to do the work for someone else. No, we're not doing it for someone else. Also, the only person who can do it is you. Exactly. Uh, which is something that I think lots of us who've done the work have learned the hard way. And sometimes people who haven't done it resent the people who have. Exactly. Or, who, or the people who are willing and comfortable to engage in that vulnerable space. Totally. Because it's frightening when uh, you've not been there before. T- absolutely. It can be. Um, but what I kind of realized was you're never finished with your work. No, no, no. Um, Which is something I already knew. Yeah. But uh, it isn't a thought that's been super present in my mind for a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was just a little taste, a little reminder, a little... um, That there's always something. A little humbler. No, it's nice to be humbled, isn't it? Well, (laughs) 
I think sometimes it's deeply uncomfortable, but I think it's important. It's important. To be yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's important to be humbled. Yeah, I think so too. I think it gives yeah. us perspective. I find cats are quite humbling. <laughs> <laughs> just because they hate you most of the time. <laughs> they just look at you like you're an absolute d head sometimes. Yeah, like you mean nothing to like me. Like <laughs> having a cat stare at you while you make a quesadilla at midnight after coming back from the theater, just staring at you with disdain, humbling. Cat staring at you while you clean out its litter tray. Mm, yuck. Humbling. Yeah. And then immediately taking a poo in the fresh litter. <laughs> like holding on to that poo because they know it's litter change day. And they're like, I don't want to get my feet in that. This is tangential, but I had one further thought. Okay. Um, and it's not at all about sound healing. Okay, sure. Maybe it's to wrap us up. Isn't it absurd that humans effectively take dog poos for little walks? <laughs> <laughs> Like in no world are we taking our own turd out of the toilet, putting it in a little bag and taking it for an adventure and depositing it somewhere else. Yeah. But when it's your dog, if there's no bin nearby, you're picking that up and you're effectively taking it on a walk. Like it's a little, little you're taking treat. It, you're taking it on a little outing. It's I a, don't like it. It's a this. little turd going no, for a I walk. Don't like, it. <laughs> don't like it at all. No, I bought this. So there are just little humans walking about and they're like, here I am with my pet turd. I want to lean into this <laughs> side note. <of> yours. <laughs> and I want to admit something to the listeners. You oh, Go on. Now, some, gonna, This is furi- going to be furiola, isn't it, for some people? No, I think people are going to okay, like this. Okay, all right. Because um, there are a couple people who know about this, about you and me. Okay. Um. And it is that upon occasion, mm. instead of sending text messages. Oh, my God. <laughs> you and I email things to each other <laughs> that could be a text. For, for no reason. For no like, reason. There's absolutely no reason it should be an email. The reason, and like I, in my mind, the reason I'm doing it as an email is because it's got like middle-aged mum energy. <laughs> so one of my favourite things my mum does <laughs> is email a little bit still like she's a colleague. Yeah. And so she'll email and she'll be like, details see below. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So I, we both quite like that. We also both think email is a dumb kind of means of communication. Oh, it's the worst. So we like to take the piss <clears throat> by emailing each other silly things. I can't remember what the last silly thing I emailed you was, but. I'm not sure. But I the emailed last, it to your work email. <laughs> the last silly thing. Oh, it was about. um. Oh, you said you cannot sleep through sound healing. <laughs> you sent me an email. You sent it to my work email. Um, Don't have a nap and miss sound healing. Yeah. <laughs> On a, like Saturday. <laughs> the, sent you a work email to say, don't forget we're doing this thing. Yeah. The last email I sent you was a picture of my dog. Um Yes. Backing up to a bush. Yes. On a walk <laughs> to relieve himself. I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but um, my dog exclusively only releases his bowels <laughs> once backed up into a bush. <laughs> he knows all the best bushes in the neighbourhood. He does. Um, so <laughs> you <laughs> sent me an email. I immediately got the notification <laughs> and it just said bush shits update. <laughs> and then it was just a picture of Pocket taking his daily poo. In, a, on in a, a, backed up in in, in, <laughs> in the dark at 10 p.m. at night, backed into someone's hedge. <laughs> and the reason it's so funny is because what is then required of me to like 
try and do something about it. <laughs> it's in a lavender bush. And I'm like, oh, Pocky, come on. <laughs> he's like, he's making you do a Ninja Warrior course just yeah. to retrieve that turd and take it for a little trip. Yeah, he is. Um, where possible. Sometimes if I'm quick enough, I can redirect him. <laughs> um, like I can sort of pivot him so that he just, it's not in a bush and not impossible to kind of deal with. Um but okay. it is it is problematic. So cats and dogs can be humbling. I'm going to leave us with this anecdote. <laughs> that children are the most humbling of all. Oh, um, okay. Neither of you have any by choice. And um, at the moment. Neither anyway, of who? Neither of you have any children. Neither of us have any children. Oh, I thought you were talking about me and like, and I was like, can you see my other personalities <laughs> next to me? <laughs> Looking around anxiously. Yes. So ever since how- sound healing, I can. You can see all of them. I can see what's a name on your shoulder. <gasps> all 17 of them. When they start talking, <laughs> watch out. They're noisy. Um, I was in an airport. I was in the fancy section because my mum was a member of the Platinum Club from flying so much. Yeah, yeah. And Megan Gale was there with her husband. Oh, okay. And their little child. She was gorgeous. She was so polite to everyone, but everyone was a little bit frothing over her. Mm-hmm. She, she was just beautiful. She looked so put together. She was so poised for be- being about to get on a plane yep. or in between flights. And her little child has gone off to the toilets um, and he's come back mm-hmm. and he's walked out really proud, hands on hips, like a little, what are the, a ringmaster. Oh, okay. He has called for everyone's attention. Excuse me. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. Mummy, I have something to say. <laughs> everyone's looking. Megan Gale's looking. Her husband's like, this will be good. And her child goes, I did not do a wee. I did a poo and it was enormous. <laughs> <laughs> Whole airport just cracking right up. And that is why cats, dogs and children, all very humbling. Absolutely. And I have got one little side note that goes with that. And it is, I'm just going to say it's a one-liner. Marie Kondo has admitted that the KonMari method doesn't work. Doesn't work? (laughs) (laughs) After having her own. (laughs) See, humbling. Humbling. So that's all we had to report on today for our One Take Wonder. One Take Wonder. It is a bit of a long one, but I think you'll... I think um, you'll enjoy it. It's worth it. Strap in. Yeah. It's um, a ride. Yeah. We're moving toward Easter. It's April now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll be reporting on Easter things. Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to see what Stick happens. Stick around and find out. Okay. Thanks, Bye. gang. Bye. Bye.